We're on Radio Row once more with Casey Vallier. I'm Matt Taylor. Thanks for staying along here on the Colts Audio Network. Pleased right now to be visiting with Mark Ross, NFL analyst on NFL Network. He appears on all kinds of programs, NFL Total Access, NFL Now. Mark, we spoke to you last year at the Combine. Welcome back. How are you? Thank you. Great to be back and great to hang with you guys. I've been again. asking everybody. I know I know you just flew in uh, last night. We're speaking to you on Thursday, by the way. But give me some of your favorite Combine traditions or rituals that you have uh, in the Circle City. Uh, staying away from uh, the JW Marriott lobby <laughs> and the steakhouse over there. That's really? my traditions. <laughs> really? Oh, yeah, man. I don't go around the madness, man. No, I learn you stay away from it. Get sucked in and you're <laughs> – I get out of the way, get some good rest, man. I had okay. enough of that in my younger days. Yeah. I'm an old man now with a 16-year-old daughter and a wife, so I leave that you stuff much, alone. You got enough drama. Oh, Come exactly. on now. Jeepers. Yeah. Yep. All right, well, you mentioned your former scouting days. I mean, how, how much do you enjoy this, being on this side of the fence compared to that? Well, it's still, you know, I like the network stuff, but it's still whenever I watch talent leading up to the draft, that's still my favorite part. Yeah. Where as soon as I start watching tape, I still feel great doing it, and I love doing that part of it. Been an executive. I've done all that, been a part of it all on this side of it, but still that essential just turning the film on and watching players and evaluating, that's still my favorite part about this whole job. All right, so good segue there. Where are you on the film study on the quarterbacks? I've I've hit them all. I've hit them all. I know all the names, a good spot, pretty much, you know, the top couple rounds and know all those guys really well mm-hmm. let daniel jeremiah crush all the sixth and seventh round picks but yeah <laughs> yeah for me the way they jump me on the network just know the top guys so yeah right. pretty pretty thick in on the quarterback so w- which one for you is most eye-popping at least on film so far well bryce i think bryce young's tremendous i mean i think it's far and away he's the best guy and then there's a huge uh step from there and then a lot of question marks. But Bryce, I mean, what gets so overlooked with a quarterback is their mind mm-hmm. and how they feel and control the game. And he does that just as good as anybody else that's come out in the past X amount of years. So that's what really separates him from me. Now, one of the big questions about Bryce is, of course, of course. The, you know, the, yep. the size. Yep. You know, being from from you know the football side of everything, just let's say you're, you're let's say you're whoever's at number one, you're part of that team. Yep. You take Bryce Young. What changes do you have to make for Bryce Young? Or can you essentially look at him and say, hey, look, look at what this guy did at Alabama. He played against the S. That's one of the things I keep looking at. I mean, he did all this stuff in the best conference in college football. No question. And, of course, the tradition is the size. Everyone talks about that, and it's always the size. But there's been guys in the years past, and Kyler Murray, and there's always got to be a first of these smaller guys. And the way he plays, again, he doesn't take a lot of hits. I mean, he's smart. He gets out of the way. His feel for – for pressure and traffic is just phenomenal. So he's not going to take a lot of hits in the league. Now, of course, there's fluke injuries. Everyone gets hit and goes down. But when he got injured, it wasn't as if he got hurt because he's little. Um, so I think the way he'll get a little bit bigger, he'll become a man, he's still a young guy, that I think he'll be okay because of the way he can control the game and not get hit. And also he's going to get bigger and stronger. Now, one of those that you mentioned, I mean, he, he's got that mental makeup where he's smart with, with the football. And he's not like, you know, the, the game, it's always changing. And you, you see these mobile quarterbacks. You're Justin Fields who not necessarily looking to run first, but definitely has that in him. Is that one of the things going to help Bryce because he's that small stature, but he is a quarterback. He's looking to make – is that going to help yeah. him as far as that injury goes? Right. And the way he played, he only got out of trouble when he needed to. And right. He ran when he needed to. Right. And not because he had to. And that's what's going to save him 
and mentioning Justin, the crazy thing about Justin Fields, he didn't play like that in college. You know, and right. he yeah. just runs all the time exactly. now. But he had guys he, and throw even the ball Lamar, too. he didn't. He threw all the time in college, but we've gotten lost with the way that we see them now about thinking that's what they were, and that's not what they were. But Bryce is completely different where he, he controls things. He, he moves. He gets out of the trouble when he needs to. So he runs when he needs to. He avoids hits. So I think he'll be okay in that aspect. Which boxes along the way that you check off are most important when you talk about present-day NFL football franchise quarterbacks? Again, I'm going to go back to the mind and the way they control the game. When you watch Patrick Mahomes play, right, he controls everything. Mm -hmm. When you watch Joe Burrow play, he controls everything. When you watch those great players play, no matter what's going on around them, mm -hmm. they control what's going on. That, you saw that years with Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers at, their, at his peak. And you're not making excuses for why they're failing because they control everything. Yeah. That's, to me, the most important aspect, and that's so rare to have. Anybody can throw 50 yards. There's a lot of athletic guys. But when the mind controls everything, those are the truly, truly special quarterbacks. What do you make of the, the Shane Steichen fit in Indianapolis and pairing him up with a young quarterback? What does that look like? And, and who, from a trait standpoint, best fits Shane Steichen's offense, knowing he's been able to make it work with a lot of different style of QBs? Yeah, well, that's when you hire an offensive guy, you're hoping he's the savior no matter what the quarterback. And I think yeah. it may have been tried with Reich, too. And also you've seen a lot of people come in and out of here. So I, don't, I think if you're a great coach like him, I don't think there should be one style of quarterback you need to get. If you're a great coach, this guy's got a ton of talent, whoever it may be, and you feel like he does, uh, let's maximize the strengths that this guy has, minimize whatever the weaknesses are, and let them grow much like we saw with Jalen Hurts and his development now. Everyone can't make that jump. So everyone expects this draft, draft time. All these guys are going to be great, and whatever flaws they have are going to be overcome. That's not reality. When you look at the right. NFL and the quarterbacks, you got a group of great superstars up top. They got you got a couple of middle dudes, <laughs> and you got a whole lot of bad ones. So yeah. that, that's year after year. We want there to be 32 awesome quarterbacks, but the percentages for the past 30 years is a great group. A middle class and then a bunch of – a lot, a lot of not good ones. Is, is, is Bryce Young worthy of moving up to grab and, and giving up potentially a first-round pick for, for even next year even? Yeah, I, I definitely think he is. You know, I just think he's everything you want as far as a player and a playmaker, but also – representing everything you want in your organization and that's a and that, huge that part seems to be what the Colts well. are prioritizing the most yeah that's a huge part of it as well you know I've been around Donovan McNabb at Philly for so many years yeah. Eli Manning with the Giants and just not just the plays that they make it but everything else they bring as far as being leaders of the whole entire organization and that's one of the things that I've heard about these four quarterbacks that have been mentioned it seems like all of them are the right character kind of guys with Will Levis Anthony Richardson CJ Stroud yeah. and Bryce Young you mentioned Bryce is, is in a tier above him, above everybody else. How far is that gap between, you know, maybe him and whoever is second and then second three and four? It seems like you talk to somebody and they have Will Levis as number two and mm -hmm. C.J. Stroud at number two. Where are you and how far is that gap? I think it's a, it's a pretty big gap. And then I, I would put C.J. second there. And then Hooker, actually. I, I love Hooker okay. at, at Tennessee. I, I think he's getting overlooked. You talk about a guy that I'm going back to the mind again. When you watch him play, the guy knows how to play football, and he's got unbelievable feel and vision and, and poise. So I just love Hooker, and I think 
come draft night that he'll get taken a little higher than where he is kind of sitting in the weeds right now. Now, with, with Hendon Hooker, I mean, we all saw the great season he was putting on, looked like to be the Heisman favorite, and he has that crushing injury. So late in the year, yep. you've got the injury, and you also have he's a little older yep. compared to the other guys. How much pause do you think that is going to give? If that was you in your shoes, you know, you're evaluating him for your team. When you look at it, some of these quarterbacks are playing until they're 40. Exactly. So if he's 25 now, that's still 15 years. Yeah, it's not like a receiver would right. take in. Exactly. And you know that you got, wait, we may only have four years with this guy. Yeah. You could essentially still have 10 years with Hooker if he's your guy, 10-plus, because of guys playing and the way he plays. Again, he's so cerebral with it that his game isn't just his pure athleticism or arm or something like that, that it's it's more about – you know, the, the mind aspects of it. So, yeah, I, that you dig into and you talk about it is going to be a talking point, but I think that's kind of not a, a big of an issue anymore. The injury, that's where you have all these medical staffs and going through all this this week, one of the most important aspects is the medical. So mm-hmm. all the teams are going to dig into that and see what his recovery time is and maybe a blessing in disguise that, all right, he doesn't have to get thrown in the right. fire right away. Yeah. Whoever takes him, we, we're to let this guy develop and sit around, see how to be a pro while he gets healthy final couple of things with you mark like you said former scout former executive maybe this is a dumb question but how do you prevent yourself from freaking out and over analyzing everything here at the combine because there's a million things being said and there's all this speculation if, if, you're, if you're the colts can you afford a team to jump up in front of you or can we play it safe and stay at four and still get the guy that we like or everybody's saying we got to go from four to one like how do you compartmentalize yeah. <laughs> all this chaos yeah well that's where you have to have really conviction in your process whatever your scouting process is coaching process with teams and have the, the real intel, not the chatter and what, what teams But how do you know what's you real and right, what's not? Yeah. That's why you got to have guys that are dialed in and plugged in. You know, that's that's your personnel that you have on your team that are dialed in and plugged in. Right. And this, this everything is overblown here anyway at the Combine, as you all know, whether it's guy running a 40 or benching or jumping or what's right. talked about. So you really just have to have this as part of your process to know, all right, guys, what's, what's real once you know, the draft comes mm-hmm. and you have tons and tons of meetings between – now and then to figure it all out now being on the inside and on the outside take us inside and you hear all this outside chatter how much does that kind of infiltrate that you know the, the building inside well being a part of teams we always kind of blocked out do you, the right noise. but we blocked mean, out the noise do you make fun you know, of it though the, we we well we did but now being on this side of it and i can see teams shouldn't have paid attention to what we're doing because we're creating as we do we create right we create we create stories and we create 100 and that's what our job is to do with the nfl network side so if teams are sitting there listening to what i'm saying and what i'm doing i like i had some some You're credibility because i was i did right you job. were in yeah, there yeah if i like a player you probably should listen but no this as far as the whole scenario that gets created we, we create a lot of fake news. Uh, yeah, but it's, it's got to be hard as a general manager. I mean, this is your job. It's your livelihood. And then, no question. you know, you, your, your kids go to school, and they hear about oh, it. Right. And they yeah. bring and it home talking. to you, right? I mean, just think about last year this time. We're talking about quarterbacks again. All those dudes were getting taken in the top 15 last year, right? All those guys. Yeah. Coach, Malik I go outside to get my mail. My neighbor's all over me. I'm like, <laughs> dude, shut up. I have no idea. I'm the radio guy. No like, I'm, I'm just some schlep, right? right? <laughs> all those guys last year were first round, but then they didn't get taken. Right. But if you listen to all the chatter, what yeah. Exactly. <laughs> That's what we got to do. That's what happens, man. It is conjecture season, as they say. Mark Ross, NFL analyst on NFL Network. Thank you so much man, for your time pleasure. and stopping my by. My pleasure. Appreciate the conversation sure as thing. always, and enjoy the rest of your stay. Sure here. thing. Appreciate it.